This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Thursday, May the 12th, 2016. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Patriot Radio News Hour on a Thursday. Wow, what an exciting week it's been. Has it been an exciting week? I don't know. You tell me, Joe, but here's what I'll tell you we do. We sell gold and silver, but you know what? It's not the only thing we do. We're not, we're not pigeonholed. We sell opportunities for you to become part of a program, the Preferred Metals program. We sell the opportunity for you to do IRAs. We're not a pigeonholed company. We offer diversity when it comes to you and what you can do for to plan for tomorrow. Hey, and it's as easy as giving us a call at 1-800-951-0592 or go check us out online at allamericangold.com. Not only can you look at the product, but you can order online, point and click. It's that easy. And then check out the news to disturb the comfortable. All the research, all the work, all the money put behind this show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group and its owner, Joe Jaquins, the CEO. Joe, how are you on a Thursday? Happy Friday Eve, as Ramon said to me today, and that just makes Thursday sound better. At least, you know, sure, like Christmas Friday. Eve, Friday Eve, the Eve of uh, execution. I don't right. know. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of execution, yeah, we're looking for the governor to call and give us a pardon. Yes, uh, any time now. Uh, Paul Ryan met with Donald Trump in, I don't know. Uh, what that's worth, but all of a sudden Paul Ryan is taking a kinder tone, so maybe uh, the Donald let him know that, hey, you want to be executed, or do you want to get on board? I don't know. Well, it just tells you, you know, that, that uh, what's the position that he holds, Paul Ryan? He's the Speaker, Speaker of the House. Yes. It, it does hold some clout, so much so that the Don went out of his way to say, let's go have a burrito breakfast together. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that, but that's what they went Is to. That they a, went a, to? A I did not joint. see that. Yes, yes. And, uh, Burritos for everybody. For everybody. I will tell you, it wasn't a Chipotle, and there will be no uh, whatever their little <laughs> issues are involved here. Good choice. Yeah, there. good choice. A lot of things to cover today, and, you know, it was funny, Bank of America yesterday calling for a vortex of bad news that's going to send the stock market back to its February lows, and at least for today, that's exactly what we've got. The The Dow is down uh, between 80 and 90 points this morning. It started off with Kohl's. Of course, we've been talking about the decimation of retail that has been going on in America and over the last, seemingly out of nowhere, unless you've been listening to this show, but over the last couple of weeks now, we're starting to find out what the real state of the American consumer and the American economy is. But I've got good news for you, because this is not just bad news. I've got good news. They're now saying that only one in three malls is dead. Only one in three. Right. That they're just they got to go away. In other words, get the wrecking balls out. I don't start thinking about what could I put inside of a mall. And if you can come up with that answer, then maybe you're going to be onto something because apparently there's going to be a lot of empty ones. We'll talk about that. I've been all over, and I've been trying to get you to understand what's coming financially for America. 
And, you know, we, we saw Donald Trump try to address it when he started talking about debt. And, you know, at first he was saying, hey, listen, you don't always have to pay 100 cents on the dollar. And people started to flip out. Oh, no, Donald's saying that Treasury bonds, and you're not, you're going to be scalped, and you're not going to get 100 cents on the dollar. The full faith and credit of the United States at jeopardy. And then he said, oh, okay, well, then I guess we can just print the money. And and somehow, some way, they feel like that is better. Uh, but news from the the Treasury Department about the state of the fiscal 2016 budget, April's numbers came out last night. Uh, there was a, well, let's just say this. Somewhere we lost about $50 billion. We'll talk about that. Uh, we had two more energy file, uh, companies file bankruptcy, bringing the total now somewhere. Now we are now north of $50 billion of bankruptcy filing and energy debt. And I don't know if you saw this or not, but Office Depot and Staples were going to merge. Well, that's, that's old news, right? That was right, a that long was, time ago. That was a long time ago. Apparently, they had to call off the merger yesterday because the they decided that you know what that that's not enough places for you to buy a post-it note. If they merge together, apparently that was going to be bad for the American consumer. It's okay though that you only got three or four banks, well, four or five banks that we can bank in. That's okay. Right, having these institutions that are quote unquote too big to fail and can decimate the economy of the entire country and, and you know the entire world, that's okay. But having one less place to buy a post it though, we gotta draw the line. So consequently Staples and Office Depot are not going to merge and apparently that just may lead to them both going out of business. Well, you could find yourself a sports chalet on your hand, another sports authority. Let's just empty it out and liquidate all the paper clips, all the pins, all of the office products that you need. Just liquidate them out. I don't get it. I mean, every Walmart's got an office area, Target. What does it matter? Well, the thing about it is it, 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 it does matter. It, it really does when it comes to a business like yours. I personally believe that online shopping has destroyed the big brick-and-mortar store. Well, you know what? That's the story. This is the other story, right? It's all about Amazon, right? Amazon has killed it. What can't and, you and, get and, online? And, and I'm going to say this. I could get me a Russian mail order bride if I want to. Come on! Online. Stop it. Your wife may be listening. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Double J and the love, Patriot Radio News Hour. So first it started with Cole saying sales aren't good, uh, mirroring what Macy's had to say the other day, uh, announcing that they're going to be closing more stores. Uh, then then first-time jobless claim. And most of you know that for, for at least the last, three months. I've been telling you 
jobless claims is a lagging indicator. In other words, by the time the jobless claims turn, the, 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 it's behind the curve. So it's the last thing that companies do. You know, we can go through, we can just pick on retail as the example. Right? Everybody at Sports Chalet is going to be out of a job. Everybody at Sports Authority is going to be out of a job. Right? All the stores that Macy's closes, Kohl's, Penny's, Sears are all going to be out of a job. And today, jobless claims jumped to the highest level in over a year. I want to say it was uh, almost just short of 300,000 people lined up in the unemployment line for the very first time. Uh, estimates were calling for 270,000. Uh, came in at 294,000 jobs uh, lost and people in the unemployment line for the very first time. A jump of 20,000. By the way, the highest level in over a year. you got to go all the way back to February of 2015 to get a number higher than that. And, and of course, this really falls into the pattern that I've been telling you is coming that I've been telling you to get ready for. We're going to start seeing jobless claims rise as all of these companies come to the reality that things aren't better. And actually, unfortunately, are actually going the other way. And then the CBO last night, it was probably, I don't know, about 3.30 in the afternoon or so when I saw it, they released the the numbers for the debt for the month of April. Now, April, that's a surplus month. Because as we all know, you got to pay Uncle Sam in April. Right? Tax day, April the 15th. And this year, you got to the 18th due to uh, some holiday. But you had, you had to pay... You got to pay what you owed in April. And, and last year, here's an example. So 2015, a year ago, the government collected $150 billion more than it had spent in April. 150, about $156 billion, I think, was the total. This year, one year later, and this just kind of shows you how quickly the economy is slowing because what you paid in 2015 was for 2014 right what you pay in 2016 was for 2050 the surplus that came in for the month of april only totaled just over 100 billion dollars 106 billion compared to 156 billion from the year prior. Also, the CBO went on to say that the first seven months of fiscal year 2016, which is the year that we're in now, the budget deficit stands at $354.6 billion. That's their, uh, what do I want to call that? That's the liar number. That's the number that they'll repeat on the idiot box that makes you say, see, that's not that bad. $355 billion for the first seven months. 
However, at this time a year ago, the deficit was only $282 billion. And the, the CBO went on to say that it foresees, well, I guess what they'll say, a, a, a good month for the budget thanks to the tax receipts. But, however, not good enough, and it says that cumulative deficits totaling 9.3, this is their new number, $9.3 trillion from 2017 through 2026. Spending on Social Security, Medicare have been rising as the baby boomers retire, so on and so forth, and now says that the budget deficit for 2016 will be $534 billion. Once again, the liar number. I'm going to tell you right now that number is going to be north of 550, probably 560, maybe even 600 if things get really bad. The real number will be close to $800 billion. And that's just for 2016. The $9.3 trillion that the CBO is talking about. You know, just think about what they're saying. They're saying, hey, listen, it's going to be $30 trillion. And, of course, I'm telling you it's going to be $40 trillion. Because that $9.3 trillion that they're talking about is the liar number. You know, every, every year it's very, very simple. And we've talked about this ad infinitum, and you have to answer for yourself. I guess the biggest question you have to ask yourself is, why are they lying? When you open for business on October the 1st, because that's the first day of the budget, the national debt stands at a number. And let's just keep it simple. Let's just say the number was $19 trillion. On the last day of September, the budget deficit stands at a number. Simple, you know, well, really, simple subtraction. You take the number on, on September the 30th, the last day of the fiscal year, you minus the number from the first day of the fiscal year. This is where the budget started. This is where the budget ended. The difference between those two numbers is the deficit. Notice how I didn't say surplus, because we haven't run surpluses in this country in so long. Why even kid ourselves? And if the number ended up to be $20 trillion, so you started at 19, you ended at 20. You would sit there and say the deficit was a trillion dollars. When you turned on the television set, if when you opened the Wall Street Journal, the USA Today, the Arizona Republic, or whatever it is, whatever, the New York Times, it won't say a trillion. It'll say a number like $700 billion. Because the, the realities are is they don't want us to know. And, of course, they just, well, you know, we had some stuff happen. 
You know, we had, uh, whether it be, you know, we had to go take care of ISIS this year or, you know, we had to pay the interest on the debt. And, and you know what, there was this disaster relief that happened over here and this happened over there. And, and we had this emergency spending bill that we had to enact and all of these things that they act like don't happen every year. And they, and they kind of almost like Wall Street want to tell you that, it, hey, let's just pretend that it didn't happen. And this number, this, this $30 trillion number that the CBO is telling you about, well, I guess that's being reported. It's an absolute lie. Think about what they say. They say that the budget deficit will never be from today through 27 or I'm sorry through 2027 it'll be lower today than any of those other years so you look at it they're telling us 534 billion dollars this is what they're saying it's what they said yesterday at 3:30 in the afternoon they went on to say that this will be the smallest deficit that the country will see over the next 10 years. Now, I know how to do some basic mathematics. And, and you know, you, you take 500, like I said, they're saying 534. We know it's going to be larger. And the CBO says it's going to go up every single year from this year to, the, to that. I also know that the real budget deficit's going to be $800 billion for 2016. I also know that, yes, the CBO is correct. The budget deficit is going to go up every single year between now, between this year and 10 years from today. What we argue or what we disagree on is the starting number. They want to start at $534 billion. I want to start with the real number, which is $800 billion. If $800 billion is going to be the smallest number, what do you think the biggest number is really going to be? Some of you out there, well, maybe it'll be a trillion. You know, you know that game on the price is right, the higher or lower game? Sure. Right? You know that game? Yeah, of course. It's always, it's always one of my favorite games, right? It's not going to be a trillion. We're going to pass a trillion dollars before we get to 2020 every single year. Ten years from today, we're going to be looking at deficits that are $2 trillion plus dollars every year. And this is why Donald Trump kind of said, hey, we don't have to pay the whole thing. Rates can never go higher. I mean, if we're paying, just think about this, rates are almost zero, Right? I mean, the 10-year note is at 1.7%. The deficit right now is $19 trillion. Let's double that. Okay, now all of a sudden, the deficit is, is $38 trillion. We're roughly right now spending, even with the rate so low, about roughly... 250 to 300 billion dollars a year just in interest. 
So now you're looking at an interest payment. If let's just say the rates just stay right where they're at. Now all of a sudden you're going to add in the next ten years three hundred billion dollars to the deficit just in interest. Now you take Medicare. We're going to be adding three hundred billion dollars to the deficit just because people are getting older and living longer. That's six hundred billion. Now let's take Social Security. We're going to add another $300 billion to the deficit because, well, people are getting older and they're living longer. That's $900 billion, and we haven't spent a dime anywhere, right? We haven't paid Congress. We don't have the judicial system, education, energy departments. We haven't done it. We haven't talked about the military, right? The government would essentially, well, how about the Postal Service? I mean, they lose billions. We haven't talked about them. The numbers are so simple. And this is why when we talk about the election, nobody wants to talk about the debts anymore. This is why you haven't heard a single politician talk about balancing a budget. You haven't talked to your any Federal Reserve I don't care, banker, chairperson, whatever you want to call them. Talk about running budget surpluses. And you certainly haven't heard any of them say, when the debt's going to be paid off, have we? Isn't that a big difference from 20 years ago? 800-951-0592. I highly recommend putting away some more gold and silver. You know, just this year, one year, CBO says the budget deficit's going up 22%. You know, gold's up about 20% for the year. Seems about right to me. And that 22%, that, that they're dreaming. Because the budget deficit's probably going to go up closer to 35 40%. And we're going to see something very similar to that over the next four straight years combined, year after year after year. But it kind of goes hand in hand with just about everything. You know, here we, we, we've somehow turned into this, this mega behemoth of huge government, you know, gone. You know, we talk about all the things that have disappeared from the language, you know. Budget surplus, balanced budgets. Uh, Alan Greenspan, 20 years ago, talking about how don't worry about all the un- unfunded liabilities. The deficit's going to be paid off by 2010. All of that's disappeared. You know what else has disappeared? Small government has disappeared. Right? Nobody talks about it. Matter of fact, you know, you look at Bernie Sanders, he's essentially running on the platform of, of government for all. Right, make it even bigger, and you see his popularity and all of those things. And then you think about what what the latest disaster that's going on right now in the retail industry in America. And yesterday, uh, Kiffin Worldwide—they're a a big retail uh, analyst, if you will. 
They were on CNBC after Macy's announced the worst sequential same-store sales decline since the financial crisis. Macy and other retailers uh, having huge trouble. Here's what they had to say. On an apples-to-apples basis, we have twice as much per capita retail space than any other place in the world. So we've got twice as much as the guy that's in second, the country with the second most retail space. We're good about third, fourth, fifth, sixth, tenth. And then he went on to say, here's what they went on to say. America is the most overstored place in the world. I want you to think about all of the malls, all of the exits where you may live, all of the retail space, because this is what he's talking about. This is what Kiffin Worldwide is talking about. We are the most overstored country in the world. And you start thinking about all of this stuff, all of these malls. They were built on debt. They're not paid off. Right? They're all backed by some form of debt. He said, here's what the analyst said. In the United States, there is an estimated 48 square feet of brick-and-mortar retail space for every citizen. (laughs) Every man, woman, child, legal, illegal, in the entire country. Each one of us has almost 50 square feet of retail space just for our own personal amusement. And according to Kiffin, the footprint is poised to decline and decline fast. And this is what I've been warning about. This is this is the problem of what we live in day to day anymore. We're not going to get you. We're going to wake up. It's just like I said. You know what? It seemed like overnight we woke up. Sports Illustrated just said we're closing. That's kind of how it right? went down. Kind of how it went down. Then then Sports Authority said, "Hey, we're coming. Out. We're going to close a third of our stores." And then two weeks later, they said, "You know what? We changed our mind. We're closing." That's just a picture of belly up. And, and, and this is what, what is happening. They said 400 out of the 1,100 enclosed malls. Okay, so he now, now, now just take the malls, okay, the big ones. Forget the strip malls, but these big, you know, uh, here in town like Fashion Square. 400. Of the 1,100 enclosed malls will fail in the next few years. Of the ones that survive, 250 of them are going to thrive, while the rest are going to struggle. Talking about Macy's, they said Macy's has 800 existing stores. That's at least... 300 too many. And that's Macy's. 
Now start thinking about, you know, we talk about all of the gorging. You know, we're gorging on debt in this country. And, and you think about Wall Street, where they gorged on these retailers, right? The whole name of the game was get as big as you can, as fast as you can. Everybody buy everybody else. And, and we want every strip mall and every exit in America to look the same. If it doesn't have a Walmart and a Home Depot, something's wrong. And now they're saying that the United States is the most overstored country in the world. What do you think is going to happen? I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. Everybody's getting fired. There's a reason why jobless claims all of a sudden went from 250000 a month ago to 300000 today. And the problem is, this is just the very beginning. This is a, 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 a drop in the bucket. We had 1,000 stores close in the last two weeks or announced that they're closing. 1,000. And according to Kiffin, that's light by at least a zero. But there needs to be 10,000 plus more of them. And it's not just the, the jobs that are going to be lost, right? you got to start multiplying it. Already we talk about how the energy companies have defaulted on $52 billion worth of debt in just the last year and a half. Think about all of these malls. Think about the fact that they're saying, hey, of the 1,100 big malls, 400 of them are going out of business. And then of the ones that are left, the 700 malls that are left after that, only 250 of them are going to be worth the darn. That's more than just Amazon, folks. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. So don't think you need to have gold. How are we getting out of this? I mean, I'm not the one that's making this stuff up. CBO's telling you the deficit's going to run wild. Even there, hey, we're not going to count everything. It's still going to be at least $10 trillion, and that's assuming no recession, no wars, no extravagance, nobody coming in to redo the infrastructure, no wall building. And then you start looking at the, you know, just as you drive to work, Think about all the retail places you pass. Now, picture a third of those are empty. That's what this country is facing. Those are facts. It's not payable. I'm not the one that's saying I'm just telling you what's in the news. This is the, You don't see that here. You don't get that on the idiot box. You're not getting it in your, your newspaper, but those are the facts. What's going to happen? What's going to happen with all of the debt that's owed on these properties? What's going to happen to all of those workers that are laid off? I mean, we talk about this great economic recovery, and Janet Yellen comes out and talks about how great the job market is. 
And then on the other hand, says, well, the numbers really aren't that accurate, but we'll go with what the numbers say. Now that the numbers are going to turn, we'll see what she says after that. But retail, that was the biggest piece of the jobs numbers. And it's going to go away. And then you really start thinking about, you know, what, what, what I've been t- telling you to get ready for. The job or the the interest rate hikes is the old news. There was never going to be any real hikes. That's the other, you know, that's, I guess that's the first thing you need to understand. Interest rates were never, never going back to 3, 4, 5%. All they wanted to do was get a few hikes in before the next recession came. That was it. You know, they talk about bullets in the gun. Well, we got to get ready because the next recession is coming. we got to have some ammo. You used to raise rates because the economy was growing a little too fast. Right? Inflation was growing too fast. The economy, GDP was growing too fast. Now we hear things like, well, GDP really doesn't matter. <laughs> it, it mattered. Right up until what? Till we got here. Because the reality is if they don't say those things, what can they really tell you? We're sorry. It didn't work. The experiment's coming to an end. We can't pay the debt. You know, I heard somebody, gosh, I wish I knew who, I can't remember who it was, he was out on the idiot box today saying, you know, we're just Japan. You know, they're just a couple decades ahead of us. Huge debt, no growth, no inflation. And I love that inflation. How how us paying more is a good thing, I don't know, but this is how the this all works. No GDP growth, no income growth. Then you start really thinking about what some of these, and call them what they are, really smart people are saying. Remember what I told you Bill Gross said last week? Hey, deficits are going to go off the charts. They have to. We're not paying any of this stuff off. Matter of fact, we got to get ready for the next round. Because the commercial real estate market's getting ready to take another big timber. It's going to get ready for the next leg down. We're going to have to start sending checks. And I'm not talking about food stamps and housing assistance, but physical checks to people because there is no work. And we don't know what else to do. It's either that or have them start rioting. And you start thinking about, you think they wake up one day, hey, I'm just going to go out on TV and tell people this. And then, of course, nobody wants to talk about it. Everyone wants to pretend it's not going to Listen, you know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe Donald Trump can get that wall built. Maybe... Donald Trump can get Apple to build some things here in America. You know what? Maybe he can 
bring some of these jobs back. Maybe he can. But you know what he doesn't, what, what he's not going to be able to do? Not going to be able to pay that deficit. It's just not going to happen. Right? And you start thinking about all the grandiose things that that we're sitting here and why it is that Donald and Bernie have gotten so popular. Listen, because you know what? The squeeze is on. The squeeze is on, and it's on all over this country. Households are stressed. Every single month, there's just not enough money left to go around. And they keep telling you things cost less, but they just don't. And now you're starting to see all of a sudden, listen, this is just every seven, eight years or so, a recession comes, and now it's coming. You got more months months than you have money. Right? You know what I'm talking about. You know what? That new car you're renting still costs more than what your, your, your payment for a new car was 15 years ago, and you're just renting it now. Patriot Radio News Hour. The World Gold Council just came out with how much demand there really is for gold. And you're going to start to understand what I've been trying to tell you. That's coming up, final segment. Final segment on a Thursday. You know, and this is one of the things that, that uh, I've been trying to get people to understand. If you really want to know the truth, follow the money. I'm not talking about, you know, us regular folk. <laughs> follow the 1%er, and really, let's face it, let's call it the one half of 1%ers. Follow that money. It's running out of the stock market. Matter of fact, it's been running out of the stock market for months now. Because they already know what's coming. You know where they've been running to? According to the World Gold Council, amid a world of negative interest rates and slow go- growth, demand for gold has surged 21% in the first quarter of 2016. That's a pretty good number. But then you realize that it's the fastest pace ever. Gold demand surged 21% in the first quarter, which is the fastest pace ever recorded, according to the World Gold Council in a report that was released this morning. It says that the rise came even as central bank buying slowed, and demand for jewelry was slow as well. Of course, that just means the real money is out there buying gold, physical gold, as they're getting ready for what they already know is coming. Uh, You know, if you want to know where you need to be, that's all you really need to know. A quick look here at the markets. Hey, the Dow, only down 30 points right now. The S&P, the NASDAQ are all lower. Uh, Gold's down 2 bucks, $1,273. Silver uh, down about 20 cents, $17.10. We still have... 
about 30 or 40, about 35 $5 gold pieces. Uh, we ran those uh, yesterday at 380 Still have some of those available. Rolls of U.S. Silver Eagles. Uh, a nice, you know what? You're, you're saving yourself about 10 bucks a roll today. Uh, they're $420, and we've got dimes and quarters and half dollars available as well. Make sure you take the time to put things away. If you're looking to join the medals program, uh, we got all of that information. Just go to allamericangold.com and click on the medals program button. You can read all about that. Uh, if you need help getting your IRA transferred into gold or silver, give us a call, and we can help you do that as well. Like Homer said, we're not pigeonholed. We've got an option for everybody. Whether you're you know, doing $100 a month or you're going to do $100,000, we can help you. Just call us at 800-951-0592 if you've never done business with us. And really... This is what keeps the show on the air when you do business with us. It's so easy. The best thing to do is just call up and say, I want the special. If you don't know what the special is, just call up and say, what do you have on special? Because that's always the best thing that we have. That's the best item at the best price. We don't play games. There's no bait and switches. We don't call you. We don't bother you. Just simple You send the check, you put it on the credit card, the bank wire, and we ship the product. It's that simple. 800-951-0592. We'll have Grandpa Eric in tomorrow. Can't wait for that one. Everyone take care and have a great Thursday.